welcome to Your Financial Planet podcast with David Valliere and the Synergy Capital Solutions team. This is the show that brings you synergistic financial strategies to help you enjoy the fullness of today and empower your next generation. Join us for this journey to help you synergize your finances. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Your Financial Planet. I'm your host, David Valliere, and today we are joined by Mark Burns. Mark, welcome back to the show. Thanks, David. So, Mark, you're a veteran financial advisor, your Synergy CEO, and the director of, of Synergy's Investment Committee. In previous podcasts, we've talked about sort of the history of the markets, estate planning, but today I'd like to talk about a little bit about Synergy's Investment Committee and then maybe talk some about portfolio construction. First off, as the director of Synergy's Investment Committee, maybe tell us a little bit about the committee and why it's in place and its objectives. Synergy has a committee that consists of a diverse group of team members that we look at the experience that they have, future thought leadership. I myself have been in the business for 30 some years, as have others. And we have some newer team members that bring a different perspective. What we try to accomplish here is, uh, you know, Synergy by its name is a cooperative interaction to produce a combined outcome greater than the sum of separate results. The committee lives and breathes that philosophy every day. And the uh, directives of the committee are to create investment solutions that are consistent with the planning objectives uh, for our families and organizations that can be implemented by advisory teams at our firm. So let's talk about portfolio construction. This is maybe for some people kind of a new concept and for others, it's sort of old hat, but tell me about where you start with this or where Synergy team members would start when beginning the process of creating a portfolio. Well, I think the, the main part is to have a, a foundation around the portfolio construction. And I think uh, when you look at any type of foundation, you have to have a concept and the concept is driven off of uh, what the needs may be, very similar to building a home, as an example. So the first thing that we always look at and consider is the uh, various planning needs of the client. And another important factor of that is looking at the long-term view. I would say every investor, young or old, organizations and so forth, should be taking a long-term long-term view from that, from that perspective. And we talk about planning needs, we're considering the income needs, we're considering the future growth needs, we're considering the risk tolerance and many other, many other factors. And the, the key disciplines that we employ are looking at asset allocation, which we uh, can deep dive on later, diversification, and, and then the cost-effective implementation of this to manage the uh, cost to, uh, to the client portfolios. You, you mentioned uh, asset allocation, diversification, cost effectiveness. Why don't we talk about that for a minute? Tell me a little about a little bit about what those mean. Well, it's very important that as an investment committee that we consider a suitable allocation of asset classes, we call them, which an asset allocation is really using a combination of uh, broadly diversified holdings that include exchange-traded funds, which is the new norm of mutual funds, along with individual holdings uh, where appropriate for certain stocks and or bonds for each client. 
the longstanding principle on asset allocation is we have to adhere to the fact that investing long-term in certain asset classes will generate a total return that the client should experience in their portfolio that are necessary to accomplish their individual objectives. And a couple examples of that would be portfolio that's 100% invested in stock holdings has historically generated the highest return component, albeit with the highest degree of variability in the returns. You're going to end up having big up years, big down years, whereas a 100% fixed income portfolio generates less returns with less variability. So asset allocation is really simply the combination of how much in stocks and bonds you want to have. Therefore, what we do at Synergy is we typically provide a target guideline of 30% in stocks, 50% in stocks, or 70% in stocks with the remainder in bond uh, holdings, uh, customer client objectives. So we, we talked about sort of creating this foundation, which as I heard was, was really that plan, that master plan, like you said about building a house, you want to have that master plan. Once you have that plan, then you start to build the portfolio to meet that plan. So once you've created this foundation for the portfolio, what are you looking at next? Well, I think the key component is looking at different subcategories of asset classes within stocks, bonds, cash, and other alternatives that we consider. These include certain factors like uh, large and value. A uh, large company is been around uh, and has a larger market capitalization by definition compared to a smaller capitalization company or medium that has a different characteristic and impact during different economic times. And so what we have done is studied the history of the changes between the large, the small, medium, foreign holdings, the differences between the uh, market environments where they perform differently given different economic and market perspectives and circumstances. And so knowing that those factors and what to expect, the foundation that we create is to have a, a base of holdings that will uh, be market oriented. In other words, we will experience those ups and downs over the long term to generate that type of result. The other thing that we do is we uh, have a deep dive on each of the holdings and we review different sectors or industries, things like technology. You know, Apple's a technology company, banking like JP Morgan's a banking company, and Abbott Labs is a healthcare company as examples. And we want to understand how these holdings can add or detract to the expected return of the portfolio over various time periods, typically two to three years out to five to 10 years and longer. What other considerations are you or the investment committee looking at beyond, I heard you talking about asset allocation and we looked at subcategories, always starting with a financial plan, but as you're peeling back the layers of the onions, so to speak, what are the consider other considerations are you looking at? Well, I would say another key consideration is every investor, uh, due to inflationary impacts, needs to have a growing stream of income that is provided by stocks 
And, and since uh, the last secular long-term changes of interest rates and bonds have changed dramatically, we study and implement changes to those interactions. So this is a continual review period that we use to do that. And our committee considers what is the time frame and goals with the plan for the client. And, and then other things that we focus on are items like uh, coaching on the plan with expectations that the client can have. What we utilize is a simulation model of good, bad market environments and what the impact is on different portfolio risk return options, you know, a difference between a 30% portfolio and a 50% portfolio uh, will uh, generate different types of returns. Talk to me about some additional disciplines that you might have. Uh, I know in the past, we've had some other members of Synergy that have come on and talked about emergency funds and so forth. Talk to me about how that might fit into a portfolio strategy as well. It's absolutely critical that the client has and employs uh, certain disciplines around their financial plan. And, uh, and I know that the emergency fund is one of the first things we look at, which is having liquid, you know, secure assets, I think are uh, very important, especially when we consider the use assets, homes that people live in, or other type of non-marketable holdings like uh, business or real estate assets, we consider those as well. The focal point of the planning process is to continually look at disciplines around savings. As an example, uh, how much are people saving towards certain goals? Could be college, could be retirement, could be buying a business, uh, whatever it may be. The other key component is having a spending strategy. And that's the basically the amount of income you have coming in from other sources uh, complemented with the withdrawal rate from each of these portfolios. For a couple examples, is that a, a portfolio invested in uh, individual stocks and bonds in a trust will have a generate uh, dividend and uh, fixed income experience. And, you know, in an IRA account, Roth account will have uh, maybe similar holdings, but how much you take out of each is key component to what, what's happening from that perspective. Without looking at other income sources like pensions, social security, income from other assets, we believe that uh, a client is doing themselves a disservice by not looking at those areas and relying strictly off of their portfolios from that perspective. So all of it is sort of a synergistic, symbiotic relationship that is uh, critical over time. So a lot there. And really, Mark, I, I want to do continued conversation on this because there's a lot of content there that I'd like to really get under the hood on. We don't have enough time to cover it all today. So thank you for what you've covered so far. Maybe before we just one little thing that I'd love to cover before we kind of wrap things up, clients occasionally will ask about rebalancing and should I stay invested? Should I not stay invested? Can you talk a little bit about those two features? Yes, David. I, I think it's it's important to look at the foundation of a plan and the foundation of a portfolio. And and often uh, the term rebalancing comes up, uh, dollar cost averaging and other types of principles. But I think to answer your question, rebalancing is uh, to us is really the focus of staying invested in the ideal portfolio for the plan. 
the objective is to have a focus on the total return in the account versus strictly income investing. So when we talk about dollar cost averaging, that's buying continuously during different market experiences, monthly, quarterly, depending upon cash flow and, and, and so forth with the client. So when we rebalance portfolios, we consider how much money is coming into the account. We may not sell stocks or uh, bonds in taxable portfolios if we know cash is going in. And conversely, if cash is going out, we look at the same thing. So we consider the money's going in for accumulators and the money going out for uh, spenders, people that have a need for funds at certain times. And so rebuilding that emergency fund as an example. And so it depends on the phase of the investors, which is where the customization of the planning and the portfolio comes in that we believe should be employed as a key foundation for any investor you know, over time. The other thing that we employ is we like to call it smart rebalancing. This is really for combination of risk management. If you have a hypothetically 50-50 portfolio and uh, half stocks, half bonds, and you leave that 50% allocation alone and you let it drift over a five-year period, five years from now, you're probably going to have a 70-80% stock portfolio instead of a 50-50 portfolio which is now going to have a greater risk experience for the client. So we try where possible to uh, rebalance in a smart way using you know, that withdrawal or accumulation strategy. And we also, in has to be employed, looking at taxable accounts for tax loss harvesting, which is another definition to you know, some holdings you're gonna do well, some are not, and you sell your losers, take those losses, and apply those against your winners to help minimize the tax experience with the clients. But ultimately, what all this leads to is keeping the portfolios in alignment with the client planning goals on objectives of each client portfolio as a key element to maintaining that long-term discipline. This takes a lot of time and energy to do that, but it's very important so that when you have periods of volatility, the clients have a higher probability of sticking with the plan, which we think is critical. There is a ton there, and I appreciate all of that. I'm going to dive into that in future podcasts. I look forward to, to having some of those conversations. Mark, if listeners want to reach out to you directly, how can they get a hold of you? You can always contact us at uh, hello at synergycapitalsolutions.com uh, via email. Or you can go to our website, www.synergycapitalsolutions.com. Great. Thanks, Mark. We love having you on the show. Really appreciate your time today. Thanks, David. And for listeners, as always, if you haven't already, please subscribe or share with others. Once again, I'm David Vallier. This has been Your Financial Planet, and we look forward to connecting with you again next time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Your Financial Planet, the Synergizer Capital Podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Synergy Capital Solutions is a financial planning and investment management firm registered with Hightower Securities, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC, and with Hightower Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities, LLC, Advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors, LLC. 
This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk. And there is no guarantee that the investment process or the investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. Past performance is not indicative of current or future performance and is not a guarantee. The investment opportunities referenced herein may not be suitable for all investors. All data and information referenced herein are from sources believed to be reliable. Any opinions, news, research, analysis, prices, or other information contained in this research is provided as general market commentary. It does not constitute investment advice. Synergy Capital Solutions and Hightower shall not in any way be liable for claims and make no expressed or implied representations or warranties as to the accuracy or completeness of the data or other information, or for statements or errors contained in or omissions from the obtained data and information referenced herein. The data and information are provided as of the date referenced. Such data and information are subject to change without notice. This podcast was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed are solely those of Synergy Capital Solutions and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors, LLC, or any of its affiliates. <laughs>